Hi, Tita Bong. How are you? I'm fine, Leo. Thanks for having me. Yes, you're so welcome. We invited you on today because nearly 30 years ago, you did something for us. Um, and it was so simple. I'm sure you never even thought about it. <laughs> That's way too long ago. That's a long time. And you think at my age, I'll remember that, right? <laughs> From INC Media Audio, this is Making Changes, a podcast about the changes we go through and the life lessons we learn along the way, but always with God by our side. I'm your host, Alio Garcia Pablo. Today, we're continuing our thank you series, which are surprise calls to people who have made a positive change in someone's life. It's simply a chance to say thank you. And this time, it's my turn to show my gratitude. Today, I get to thank someone who is responsible for my love for Broadway musicals. Okay, but first, let's set the record straight. I can't sing. But you know, there is something about watching live stage musicals. It's the stories. It's the writing. It's the music. It's really storytelling at its finest. And my husband, Jason, I mean, I would, we would have never discovered our love for stage musicals together and pass it over to our kids if it wasn't for this person you're about to meet. And all this because of our Aunt Eva, or who we fondly call Tita Bong. Come meet her. Theater for stage musicals. Do you remember like what year that was, kind of? Oh roughly? my gosh, what show was it? It was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor oh. Dingo. I think it <laughs> was either 1993, 94. See? It was definitely mid 90s. 1900s. Yes. We're now in 2000s. <laughs> 1900s. Um, and I was in college, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we had never, you know, Joy and I, you know, um, my sister, we'd never really been exposed to musicals or live stage mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember you asked us, hey, do you guys want to go usher? And we're like, usher. And, you know, uh, you even allowed us to bring our friends. Mm-hmm. You allowed us to invite our friends. It was all free. And, you know, the so Tita Bong was a paid staff usher at the theaters here in San Francisco. And when they were short staffed, they were allowed to invite volunteer ushers. And all we had to do was pass out playbills and show people to their seats. And once the show started, whatever empty seats there were, it was ours. On the stairs. Um, but you exposed us to musical theater that I don't think we would have ever been exposed to. I mean, Filipino parents don't necessarily encourage their kids mm-hmm. to go watch musical theater, but it's something that, you know, Jason and I, we 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 both really loved it. It was our first time seeing any kind of musical theater. We pass it down to our kids. And now that the church has lots of stage musicals, mm-hmm. I really believe that that's why our kids are so excited every time there's stage productions in the church because we had exposed them to to musical theater. And it's all because you had exposed us to musical theater. So 30 plus years later, Tita Bong, I just wanted to say thank you for that. Oh my goodness, you're most welcome. I'd have done it. I mean, I, that was back in, I started back in specifically 1981. 81 was when I first um, started at the theater. And like you, for for an initial introduction like that, I was hooked also. 
Right. What, what was your first musical? My first musical, the very first musical, which I did not usher, but I was exposed to. I was, the, I was in London on a training program. I was brought to, we were brought to, uh, to see uh, Fiddler on the Roof. In London. Fiddler on the Roof. That was your first musical, huh? Yeah, that was my very first musical, my introduction to the theater. I mean, and from that day forward, I I mean, just like you, I was hooked. But I started ushering at the theater in San Francisco in 1981. 1981. I lived in a and one day my friend said that there was an, uh, an announcement about uh, the theater next door, which is uh, the Golden Gate Theater, was mm-hmm. uh, looking for ushers. I said, usher? Yeah. Okay, ushers, usher. Yeah. Okay, so usher. When I got to the theater, geez, I saw the theater huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It doesn't look much from the outside, but you go in. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. So. What's amazing for me is being able to see what they can, how in two hours they can tell a story transcend mm-hmm. in time um, in, a, in, in, in a small mm-hmm. stage. And yet you're, you're basically, you know, uh, brought back in time, transformed and the storytelling and the music, right? And it's just, you're enthralled as you're watching mm, it yeah, versus yeah. watching it on the screen. Um for you, what has it been? How have you been able to have such a such a love love affair with stage musicals all these years? Yeah, from the, I, from Fiddler on the Roof, you know, starting yeah. from the late sixties. Yeah, that was. I love music. I mean, I I love music. I um, I'm happy to to sing. I play the guitar. Well, mm-hmm. play the guitar, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least. So I, I really like music, and uh, it's just amazing how those those uh, characters come alive on stage. Right. I mean, it's, right. It's, it's just the, the, the things that they do on stage and backstage, it's right. just amazing. Uh, For as long as I've known Tita Bong, she's always worked at the theater. But this was the first time I heard about all the famous people she's met who's come to see the shows. (laughs) So... I'm sure you've seen you've seen all sorts of different things, you know, having worked in, in mm-hmm. the theaters for 40 years or so. Have there been any interesting in- instances you've had with different people, maybe even famous people? Yes, yes. Uh, there was one I was uh, I was ushering in the in the orchestra in the middle of the row. I saw Robin Williams. And wow. I saw, and I saw. Oh, Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams. And Robin Williams just instantly said, Shh, you know, motion to me not to, to, to be quiet. Right, right. Oh, and and one one person that really uh, left a good impact on us, the usher specifically, was Lena Horne. Uh, mm, Lena the Horn actress. Made, made it a point to give us each an autographed picture, all the ushers. And we asked why, why of all the people leave. And we learned that she was an usher when she was, 
before she was a, a, a oh, big star. A big actress. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. And so she had a special place in her heart for ushers. And, and also, I kind of want to just pivot to how, you know, when I started watching musical theater, you know, there wasn't anything like that really um, at the time um, in the church. I remember the very first any kind of stage musical type that we got to see here was a 30th anniversary, which was in 1998. It was like the closest I remember thing. that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a big deal. That was a big deal, right? In 1998. Eight for the church to be able to rent this huge, I yes, think it I was the San Jose Convention. It was the first time that we rented a, a venue that big for us to put our own show. Mm-hmm, so now it's 98. And now my kids, they're always in stage productions that the church is mm-hmm. doing. What can you say about just the, not just the, how music has evolved in the church, but specifically stage productions in general in the church from the time when you were growing up in the church to when I was growing up to how it is now, you know, in mm-hmm, 2022 mm-hmm. or in the 2020s. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I, I was so impressed. Uh, I think the first time I saw, I was watching the productions of the, of the church and I said, wow, we've really evolved because <laughs> I think during our time, we even had to, we were only uh, presenting uh, Filipino folk, folk dancing. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. remember? Yes. I said, yeah. So I think eventually when I saw the, that it's starting to have all these new songs, some of them were even written by the kids, the brethren now, I was so impressed. I was so impressed. At this point in our conversation, we were able to reflect on how far musical production has come in the Church of Christ. And I'm so glad that my kids are able to be part of all these amazing creative projects. I know in the Philippines, they've done, you know, productions like that already in the arena where it's, you know, you have an orchestra mm-hmm. playing as, as yes, the stage. Yes, I mean, I like a, a full-on musical on, and, you know, their stage is much bigger in the arena, right, than, for example, mm-hmm, in the theaters mm-hmm. here. And here, you know, it's, now that I think about it, the very first musical we had here in the States um, was the 30th. 30 Years in the West, which was in 1998, I did the video mm-hmm. directing for it. And mm-hmm. I, I have to say, had you not exposed us to musicals in 1993, if I hadn't seen those musicals beforehand, it would have been really scary. And then fast forward to the 50 Years in the West, which we had here just, you know, four mm-hmm. years ago now. It has really helped a tremendous deal um, in being prepared for, you know, video directing those yeah. types of productions. Yeah, and I think I think it's it's the exposure that uh, the exposure to such productions that produces also the interest in in the youth. I for mean, sure. for them to create to create their own the, their own musicals, you know. And for I've sure. seen also how how the churches. Um, Orchestra, 
Yes. Yes. That the IMC was Orchestra. So impressive. Yes. I yes. mean, oratorio. That, yes. Yeah. That is so impressive. We, we have mm-hmm. so many talented musicians in the church with that. Yes. When I saw that, um, that, that um, oratorio. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And that. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. Wow. And we, we had that um, in the Philippines, in the arena, but the one in New York, we just had one a few years ago in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's it's really amazing, right? How far music does transcend all generations. Yeah. And you know, thank God that we're doing the same thing and exposing our youth to those yeah. types of productions. But just, I just wanted to say thank you, Tita Bong, for walking down memory lane with me today. Oh, and. Thank you. Um, and um, I, you know, I, I know I've said thanks before, but I, I wanted to uh, publicly thank you for oh, my the huge impact and really the, the change in us being exposed to mm-hmm. musical theater in a way that we would have never been exposed to had it not been thank for you, you back too. in the 90s. I'm glad. I'm glad I made a, a, an impact on, on, you know. Thank you, too, for having me. Appreciate it, too. I, I want to entitle this episode as Thank You for the Music. Oh, thank you for the music. The songs yeah. I'm singing. Ever, yeah. yes. But thank oh, you, Tita Bong. Thank for you. sure. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Special thanks to my Aunt Eva, or Tita Bong as we call her, and I'm glad that 30 years later, I've been able to not just say thanks, but to really reflect on the huge impact that her one gesture from decades ago has had on my life. And we've all had those moments, you know, where someone does something kind for us that we never forget, but sometimes we don't always get to see that person again to say thank you. So here are a few stories from our team here at INC Media Studios and the people they'd like to thank for changing their lives. I want to say thanks to Miss Nancy Ecker. She was one of my English teachers in high school and she was a fantastic teacher who made books come alive for me as nerdy as that sounds. Um, But I remember when I was in grade 11, she would recommend these books for me to read during winter breaks and spring breaks. Uh, She would lend me these books from the book room. And um, they were just books that helped me as a teenager. You know, I was going through a lot of like teenager stuff at that time, very angsty. Um, And those books kind of helped me deal and understand what I was going through. Um, And she was also really encouraging when it came to my writing. Um, She was very supportive and really encouraged me to pursue uh, literature and, and writing post high school, right after high school. Um, And I took a few detours, but uh, you know, I eventually ended up here in INC Media, uh, telling stories, connecting people with stories, and writing about what matters most to me. So thank you, Ms. Ecker. Thank you for your encouragement. 
Thank you for being such an amazing teacher and leaving that mark with me um, up to this point. Thank you. I want to say thank you to a wonderful stranger named Adriana from Petaluma, California. I wanted to thank her for the kindness she showed me on October 13, 2001. I was at the San Francisco International Airport when I got the news that my dad had passed away from a sudden heart attack. I was stunned and in shock. Did I yell out? Did I cry? I'm not really sure. To be honest, the details are a blur to me. But what I do remember is Adriana walking over to talk to me. She she must have heard or seen my distress, and instead of turning away, she came over and introduced herself. She asked me questions about what happened, where I was from, and told me she was from Petaluma. She stayed with me until it was time for me to board my flight home. That was the last time I saw her. I think about that moment from time to time, and of the kindness and warmth she showed me at that moment. I hope one day I can thank her in person, but this will have to do for now. Thank you, Adriana. I would like to thank my high school teacher, Mr. Grieve. He was actually my teacher for computer science and computer engineering. And um, back in those classes, he would actually enroll uh, the students in the class in competitions for computer programming, robotics. The way he would um, help us and teach us approaching these competitions was how to tackle problems uh, differently. He was very encouraging uh, for us to finding the solution now on our own, what is most optimal. Um, he, he really sparked in us the ability to search for ourselves instead of providing answers for us. And um, it really helped me in my way of looking for solutions to problems and problem solving. I'd like to thank Emma Solberg and her family. I met Emma Solberg in junior high, and her family would take uh, Emma's classmates, including myself, to different trips up and down the East Coast um, for art galleries, um, for museums, and also to Shakespeare festivals, and that opened up to me the world of, you know, literature and the arts. And that's what I think pushed me to become a film studies major and make the arts part of my career. I wanted to say thank you to Miss Taffy Patton, an elementary school teacher whom I had long ago. She helped to spark in me a love of learning that continues to this day. She helped to nurture my creativity. And I can honestly say that her genuine concern and personal approach to teaching are what helped inspire me to also take that path that led me to becoming first a children's worship service teacher as a teenager and now a minister of the gospel. She was more than just a teacher. She was a great mentor and a great friend and her enthusiasm for guiding her students towards not just understanding the material, but in achieving excellence, is one which all teachers, whatever subject they happen to teach, can learn from. I know that I certainly have. And so, thank you so much, Ms. Patton, for everything that you've done 
for your great influence in my life and in the lives of the many students who have been truly blessed and fortunate to have encountered you in their studies. Thank you to everyone who has shared their stories of change and gratitude. Now, is there someone that has made a huge impact in your life that you'd like to thank? We'd love to hear from you. Send us a direct message on our Instagram account at Making Changes Podcast, and we'd love to try and connect you with an old friend, classmate, mentor, or anyone who you want to thank. So if you found value in what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll always be up to date with our latest episodes. And while you're at it, feel free to leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and may your change uplift you.